0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Confidently Outspoken. I'm your host, Siggy, and if you're out there looking to build confidence and improve yourself, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. I publish these episodes every week so you can consistently get better and become the confident person you want to be. Sometimes entering a new year can be so rejuvenating to our mindset, our body, our spirits, everything around us. It's like a clean slate. And especially if you had a wacko jacko year in 2023, then you can relate to what I'm about to be talking about today, which is around perfectionism. And perfectionism ties really nicely into goal settings. Because how often do we set goals and we're wanting to perfect them to the fucking T, but then yet you come to a Friday afternoon to tick all your to-do lists and then you realize that you missed out on reading that book every day that you said you would or going to the gym four times. And this is so interesting because perfectionism used to eat me the fuck up. And if it is, eating you up right now and you're like, how do I overcome this? What is perfectionism? What is causing it? Then keep listening because I'm going to explain all of it and how sometimes we're trying to be perfect where realistically it's just a mechanism of something that needs to be accounted for and and looked into the root cause of why we're looking at perfectionism. So we need to understand that we live in a time where perfectionism is like flourishing across our human experience. And far too many people are so caught up with this belief that they have to be perfect. And you know what, I've fallen into that trap. You know, sometimes I have to believe, I had to believe that I had to have the perfect body. I have to had to have the perfect weight. I needed to eat the perfect diet or have the perfect health, have the perfect life. Like what the fuck does that even look like, a perfect life, you know? So perhaps you live and other people live with this idea that we just need to be, this perfect person who does everything perfectly. And after all, if we're perfect, wouldn't that actually mean that everyone would love us? Like wouldn't that imply that you can finally live happily ever after with no worries, no issues, and simply because you have this achieved perfection in life like how crazy is that that we have this perception that perfectionism is so alluring because it promises us to so much yet what every perfectionist discovers at some point of time and something that i have as well as a uh, informed perfectionist is that perfectionism delivers so little. Not only does it fail to make us happy in any shape or form, perfectionism is actually keeping us locked into this state of constant tension, constant elevation of anxiety, procrastination, all of that. So I'm wanting to dive deep, real fucking deep into this. So I hope you've um, buckled in or if you're on your morning walk or you're driving, stay tuned. And if you're even sitting down listening to this, grab your notepad, start taking notes. I find writing notes as I'm listening to audios is so valuable as I'm able to articulate it a little bit more by what I'm listening to. Let's start with understanding what perfectionism is. Now, perfectionism is this belief that we can be a human being who is without fault. It's a way of thinking that convinces convinces us that we can exist without any faults, any issues, that we can literally do everything right, quote, unquote, and that we can eliminate all these challenges and problems. Now we need to consider that perfectionism is a system of false beliefs. Because it's an it's a perception of the world and how life works. Now, when we adopt this perfectionist mindset, we are secretly hoping to transcend all of our unhappy and unwanted emotions. And after all, if we're perfect, we wouldn't be feeling anything that would make us uncomfortable. Your mind falsely believes that when a state of perfection is reached, you're like the ultimate winner. No one can argue with you anymore. You know it fucking all. And then you live in this state where You are beyond all criticism simply because nobody in their right mind would criticize you who is perfect. So (laughs) I'm laughing because this used to be me. I used to think that everything in my life was perfect and no one had the right to give me any uh, constructive feedback and if they did I'd get bloody defensive but again that's a topic for another time so we need to understand that perfectionism promises us that we'll be safe and protected against all all judgment now this is especially attractive to humans because we live in a world where judgment and criticism is out of our control Think of the times when you've judged yourself on your body, its shape, its weight, its specific parts. Maybe you're judging your sexuality, your looks, how lovable you are. Like how exhausting is that? That judgment is exhausting. I've been there constantly judging the way I looked, what I wore, how I walked, how I talked. Like, we need to understand that to be a human, it means that you're going to be imperfect because life doesn't instantly confirm to our demands and desires, we make mistakes. We have our strengths, we have our weaknesses, you have your flaws, you have your challenges. Like none of us can get through life without struggle, without loss, without learning some hard fucking lessons. <laughs> That's just how life has been here on, on earth since forever. This is the world we live in. This is the world as you know it is anything but perfect and for a good reason. We don't want to live in a world that has pain, suffering, abuse, emotional hurt, diseases, death, like the list goes on. We naturally and understandably want a world that makes us feel good in every way. And perfectionism is the belief that if we just do the things right, if we follow the right training program, the right diet, um, the right way to create the body of your dreams, please other people the right way. If we just be this ideal person that we're thinking we're needing to be, then we can finally live happily ever after that you can finally be saved from being you. But as every perfectionist has experienced, including myself, we can never fully find perfection or stay there for very long. So if you're wondering like, well, am I a perfectionist? This kind of like rings a bell, like I notice myself judging myself, but you're wanting to know a little bit of a deeper understanding what causes perfectionism. So when we're looking at perfectionism and how it's caused, it's, it's moved, moved. It's, it's included into various experiences in life. You know, let's, for example, a story of um, Adam and Eve. You know, the Garden of Eden was this like idyllic place. It was perfect. It was beautiful. Um, There was no death. There was no diseases. All the animals got along. Everybody was happy. There was sunshine all the time. But then things went south. And Adam and Eve behaved badly. And the result was no more perfection so in many ways perfectionism is like this promise that we can return to this original Garden to this idyllic state where there is absolutely nothing to worry about now the deeper truth is that we want to feel as if life is safe is a safe place for us we want people to love us we want approval We want to feel that we are doing things the right fucking way. (laughs) Going back to that to-do list, you know, every week we're just wanting to tick those boxes. Now for these reasons, perfectionism is an outgrowth of how the child within us thinks and operates. Like children want to be loved and to be safe. They want the guardians, the adults in their world to approve of them. They want to be seen as worthy. Like, this is like a very sweet and innocent part of our human experience. The challenge is, though, we can bring this childhood need for ultimate approval and love into our adult life. And the result. Is that we end up becoming people pleasers. We get obsessed with having the perfect body or the diet. We are so fixated on having this perfect health. We are focused on never ever making a mistake. If you do, you go into this rabbit hole of shame and guilt and judgment. We hold others to impossibly high standards, expecting them to adhere to this version of how they should be perfect. So once again, the strategies of the perfectionist within us are driven by our childlike, innocent need for ultimate safety and approval. I think it's really important to know because having an active perfectionist in you doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It's an indication that you have a deeper and sweeter desire for something. But before we can let go of perfectionism and reach for this deep desire in this more effective way, I want us, I want you to have a better understanding of this perfectionist mindset and looking at the downside side of things. So, how perfectionism can be harmful is that always around the corner from perfectionism is self abuse. As I was mentioning before, if you're too hard on yourself, you start being shameful, guilty, and judging yourself. Like, show me a person who's trying to be perfect, following this perfect way of living, eating, training, whatever it is, being the perfect girlfriend, sister, daughter, and I'll show you someone who will soon be steeped in self-abuse. When we come follow our, let's say, perfect diet, We often punish ourselves by eating even more food, going into binges or cycles of yo-yo dieting, or even eating worse foods. When we lose weight, we absolutely love ourselves. We're feeling good within our body. But when we gain weight, oh, no, we have to often punish ourselves with harsh words, harsh reality, harsh goals. When you do well, you fucking reward yourself. You'll buy yourself a gift or take yourself for a massage, but when you feel as if you've underperformed, you start attacking yourself. So that is the dark side of perfectionism. And we also need to understand that perfectionism is also secretly competitive. And I've spoken I've spoken about this multiple times in my workshops with my one-on-one clients that we'll often compare ourselves to others, who they are, how much money they're making, what they weigh, how beautiful they look, how glamorous they appear on social media. And this is where life becomes a competition. And we so dearly want to be the winners. That's fascinating. This is so fascinating that many people who express the perf- perfectionism by creating their ideal body or weight actually achieve their goals and get their body they want, but they still find themselves unhappy. They want to look perfect, so others approve of them and desire them, yet. They can't enjoy the benefits of all their dieting and exercising. And this is because perfectionism tends to take us out of our body and into our head. And when you're in your head, you are constantly worried about, for example, gaining the weight back or veering away from dieting having that self-doubt. And when you're in this state of worry, you're not connected to your body. It's an out-of-body experience, which means we're experiencing far less pleasure. If you have a perfectionist voice active in you, then you know that you always come up short. You're never truly satisfied by the promises that perfectionism, um, you know, whispers in your ear. But even when we realize that perfectionism is a dead end, it can be so difficult to let go of the perfectionist mindset. But the good news is we have certainly ways to pull through this and overcome this perfectionism. When perfectionism is presented in your life, I want you to consider it as a sign, as a sign to tune into your body, to get in line with what's actually happening in your life, to get out of your head. This way you'll be able to liberate yourself so much more from a false belief system that has been ingrained in your mindset for God knows how long. On the other side of perfectionism lives the you that is beautifully imperfect and is forever on this journey of learning and growth. And on the other side of perfectionism is a more gentle experience of life where you don't need to punish yourself or attack yourself for not being perfect. There is this seven-step process to liberating yourself from perfectionism, and today I'm going to run by three steps, which are super common, and I know you are going to get so much out of it. The first one is realizing that you're tired of trying to be perfect. Now, we don't tend to change until we notice that we're done with the old way and ready for a new way. It's you acknowledging that you're trying to be perfect has led you to self-abuse and self-harm yourself, whether it's talking negatively, attacking yourself for for underperforming, whatever those self-attacks are. It's affirming that perfectionism is a false belief system, and really owning that perfectionism simply has not worked for you no matter how hard you've tried. Make a list of all the ways that perfectionism has led to unhappiness in your life. Look at that list in an honest and sober way and be clear that a change is being called for you in your life. I recommend you doing this right now, pausing the podcast, listing in your note section on your phone or a piece of paper, wherever you are, and list the ways that perfectionism has been holding you back. So for example, for so many years, um, my relationship with food was held back by perfectionism Because I was in a cycle of 10 years of yo yo dieting. I was clean eating Monday to Friday, restricted my calories way too fucking low. So by the end of the week, by the end of the week, when the weekend would come in, all I wanted to do was eat the foods that I was restricting myself, which led to not just one cheat meal, which I absolutely hate that word, but I'm not going to get into that today. That could probably be a conversation for another time. But it led me from one cheat meal to two to a whole weekend of binging, which then led me to self-attacking myself because I wasn't being perfect because I was constantly holding myself back from actually making a positive change. That is number one. Number two is a really important one, is trusting that you don't, (laughs) it's trusting that you won't die if you don't do things perfectly. Now, if you get caught up in perfectionism, one of the underlying and irrational fears that drives this mindset is that we simply will not survive unless we are perfect. We believe that our life depends on our every action being perfect. So when we go off our diets or we make any kind of mistake or we gain weight, we catastrophize that scenario. We imagine the worst possible outcome that will befall us because we have deviated from perfection. If you're a content creator or if you're a coach owning a business online, how many times do you catch yourself trying to put the perfect post or the perfect reel together to eventually realizing you're two hours deep in going, you're telling yourself, I'm so over this, this is taking way too long, it's because you're stuck in a cycle of perfectionism. You're trying to perfect something instead of just actually enjoying and you're taking the excitement out of putting content out there. Every time you find yourself not being perfect, your job is to remind yourself that you're not going to die. You're going to be okay. This is all about practicing bringing down your stress temperature around being perfect. Like how fucking cool is that to be able to start looking at that way? It's such a beautiful practice, which leads me to the final one of the seven-step process, which is number three make letting go of perfectionism a gentle practice too often we're wanting things too quickly too quickly and we intensify the process and try to find shortcuts but it doesn't lead us anywhere it just pulls us right back to where we started intense intensity doesn't always win consistency does So, see the process of letting go of perfectionism as an ongoing practice. Be patient, be kind, be gentle, be compassionate with yourself. These are the very qualities that perfectionism doesn't like and cannot flourish in. Don't feel like you need to be perfect at letting go. Of perfectionism. Think of the perfectionist personality within you as part of your inner committee. It may be there for the rest of your life. You simply remind yourself that it doesn't need to sit at the head of your board of directors and run the show because you run the show, not your false belief systems. I hope this conversation was helpful for you all. It's um, been quite helpful for me to be able to talk it through because everything that I put out in this podcast is something that I love experimenting with uh, myself and coaching people through. So remember, face those challenges, babe. Because that's where the magic truly happens. Because confidence looks good on you. So keep building it up until we meet again in the next episode. So that's what I got for you today. If you loved today's episode, please share it on Instagram stories and tag me at Sigfisher, S-I-G-F-I-S-H-E-R. And with that, I'm going to leave you with the wisdom to become more confidently outspoken every day.